This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What's up, podcast? A few weeks ago, Gary did a live stream Q&A with 9gag. Our team took 10 of the best questions and rapid-fired them at Gary. As you can expect, Gary did pretty well under pressure. Check it out and let us know what you thought on social. What up, 9gag? Excited to answer a bunch of your questions. Thanks for asking them. Let's get into it. What's the best thing to do when finishing high school? Look, the best thing to do when finishing high school is there is no best thing, there's best for you. I think that a lot of people need to seriously consider going and traveling or interning for an entrepreneur they admire. Um, There's just a million ways to attack it. Uh, You could go to school if your parents are paying for it for sure, enjoy the vacation, but understand this is a self-awareness game. There is no right answer, there's just the right answer for you. All of them can work and I do believe 18 to 30 is a time you do high risk, not conservative. How do I get out of my comfort zone? The way you get out of your comfort zone is probably by changing the friends that you spend time with and changing what you listen to in podcast, music, and content form. You need energy that's pushing you out. You need energy that's saying yes instead of no. You need energy saying let's try instead of "Mm, maybe not. Mixing up what you're consuming always changes your perspective which then leads to new adventures. Who's your favorite NBA team player? My favorite NBA team is the New York Knicks. My favorite all-time player is Patrick Ewing. My future favorite player is Kevin Durant when he's on the Knicks. What is the most conflicted moment in your career? The most conflicting moment in my career was definitely the summer of 2011. Uh, I've been building my family's wine business into a monster company. My brother and I, two years earlier, started this company, VaynerMedia, and we were at a crossroads where I was either gonna go all in on VaynerMedia or I'd just written a book that went super viral called Crush It and I could go all in being Gary Vee or I could go back to the wine business and go all in on that and I decided to go all in on Vayner Media. That was what I decided in August 2011. Ironically, left field, the thing I was most considering was not being Gary Vee and not going back to the liquor store, but it was actually the fact that Usher, the unbelievably talented musician and dancer and icon, and I were talking about the concept of possibly starting a, a vodka brand, or at least Usher's people, Scooter Braun, all these people, it was, a, it was very near. So, summer of 2011, um, and that's when I decided to go all in on Boehner. Would you call yourself successful? I would call myself successful because I define success in being happy and being able to do what you want to do every morning that you wake up. And so the answer is absolutely. How do you deal with annoying people? Annoying people are super easy for me. Um, I deal with all people very easily, which is I have no expectation of others. I do not believe that anybody impacts me in any way. And since nobody positive or negative, annoying or, or exciting, actually has an impact on me and my happiness and what I do for a living and how I roll in life, I actually deal with every person super simple, which is you have no impact on me. Which is actually empowering and makes it awesome, not the negative that some see it as. What's your favorite cuss word? (laughs) Man, I love curse words, but I probably think dick face 
I, I love using dick face. Um, <laughs> it first, it's so normal to me, I guess it was an 80s jersey thing, but every time I drop dick face, people are like, whoa! <laughs> it is more aggressive. I, I, I see dick face more like jerk, and now even saying it in this video, I'm like, man, dick face is pretty hard. You use it as like the collective dick face. And to me it's like asshole, but then you're just like, it's not asshole, so that's why people are like, whoa. Yeah, absolutely. I do use dick faces. Like, don't be a dick it's face. Like, it's like, don't, don't be, be an, an asshole. asshole. But everyone's prepared for that. Uh, yeah, dick face. How to fight the stress before exams? Exams mean jack shit. So the stress should be super simple to deal with. Um, no test actually has any impact on your life, including the SATs, in real life, not in the fake life that you, your teachers, and parents have created. So if you actually believe what I said, it gets real easy, real fast, the end. The sooner you get out of being fearful of tests in school, the sooner you've started the process of actually being a successful human being. How do I know if I find Yeah, we should job? clip that. What? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, actually that's really true. Let's keep this video going. IGTV, listen, I'm being serious right now. Like, like, I, I, if you are one that stresses tests, it means you care about micro little things and that will translate into life in your 20s, 30s, and 40s and you'll worry about your boss's opinion and you'll worry about getting a mortgage. You're just gonna worry about very micro uh, like goals which will then make you stress and you'll just be in that machine your whole life. Then you're gonna care about your kids being good at school and winning awards, you're just gonna care about the micro of life. It's a huge vulnerability. I'll say it one more time if you didn't catch it in the beginning. The sooner you start not stressing about tests in school is the beginning of you actually navigating a happier life. How do I know if I, find, if I found the right job? Uh, you never know if you found the right job until after the fact. You'll only know when you're 100 years old and look back. You never know then. Uh, you may think it, but then what you don't know is the other job you could have took, what would have happened. There is no time machine. There is no looking back. There is no game where you press a button and if you took this job, the world will show you what would have happened. You might take a job that made you $100,000 a year less in your career, but you might have found the person that you love in life at this other job and you'd be happy in perpetuity because you're in love for 80 years. You also may take a job that made you 500,000 more, but because of that job, you had to take a trip to some third world country to do a meeting where you picked up some weird like virus. And like, I'm being serious. And like, like pe- people think like so granular, like so local level, like, oh, was this the better job because I made more money? Like making more money can't be the ROI, the ambition, the North Star. And thus, if it's not, and it's happiness, there's too many variables that go into happiness, um, and you've gotta figure that out. What do you do during the weekend? What do I do during the weekend? Uh, Depends on the season. Um, Family time, number one, two, three, four, five, but little micro things, dinners with family, Broadway plays, but mainly New York Jets games in the fall and winter, in garage sailing in the fall and spring and summer. That flip life, baby, flip life.